0: Hello and welcome to Money Mastery and Financial Planning, a podcast for women with your host Rebecca Robertson. We're going to be focusing on maximizing your money, creating wealth and empowering financial success. For more information about us, head over to our website www.rebeccarobertsonevo.co.uk. Enjoy. Oh, I have my lovely friend with me today. Who normally is interviewing other people on her radio show, and you normally only see her for the few minutes beforehand when she does a pre-show show. Show, pre-show yes, show, right. yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the time you can't see her, and she's like, there's the camera on? And we can see you. Yay! You look lovely.
1: Thanks.
0: You look. I, I'm in my hot office with a jumper on, like that in front of my desk, you know, and on a f- phone call. You look all like fresh and like you just. Out the show, I'm not though, love.
1: I'm not. I'm being like you. I'm sat here writing and just working harder than ever. It's crazy. Good on Easter, on Easter Monday. I know. How mad are we? No, I don't think so. I
0: don't think so. I'm really happy. It's all good. It's got loads of things happening, and I'm I'm really chuffed with all of it. I'm trying not to say anything. I'm really trying not to say anything because I'm going to interview you in a minute. I'm like, shut up, bird. No, you're what? I'm interviewing you. It's the other way right, round. Sorry, go. Go on love. You actually I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your thoughts are. <laughs> what your impressions are. Of what? <laughs> See, but you're interesting. I know you're used to interviewing other people. I've just got to take oh, my yeah. slippers off because I'm getting too hot. I have got slippers. See, now on. that's what I love
1: about us, right? Because we're actually real about it now. I've got slippers on. My I've dog's asked. in the office here. Yeah, I've that's fluffy
0: slippers on. Um so yes, birds um well sarah and lucas aka known as the bird so we have um i have a lady watching and i'm really sorry i'm not going to be able to pronounce your name i'm going to be, give it a go and you might laugh um and I'm, I'm really bad with names i've uh, got louise mina katie's watching leslie's watching Nikki's watching there's a few listening to us live. we we're a little bit late i do apologize um coming on a little bit late we was having a tech problem um with getting into the same meeting room together um, and today i'm on the wealth series interviewing well i know her as bird but her actual name is sarah Ann lucas everyone who knows her well knows her as bird and you look uncomfortable is this weird for you being in me
1: i'm trying to shut up and not say a thing i'm really trying to listen and think because i've got so much going on in my head i'm like shut up just listen to her
0: Um, Well, you're doing something really brave yourself and your new business is called Beautiful Brave Body. But you're doing something really brave by shutting down, really, a a business that you've run for quite some time, a radio show that you've worked on, Bird on the Bike, the whole concept that you've worked on for years. You're leaving the country. And how many
1: days? Well, it was 10 days, but now, obviously, until the world starts to open up again, then whenever it does, we go right
0: and you're sitting leaving there writing leaving
1: the children leaving, leaving children. the
0: children how brave are you amazing
1: but taking my dog <gasps> <laughs> yeah her seat costs more than a business class seat go figure she's going on the plane with you no she's not allowed is she
0: she's going in the hold in the hold oh okay yeah. when you said seat i just imagined her well you know she's in a seat. box and she's in a oh you know, yeah. I anyway this is how go our on. conversations go like this is what we're like aren't we it's yeah not... it's great i love it so you're here as part of the wealth series not just yeah. to have a general like i try and focus myself we are like two school children when we get together um and i've got two questions for you and um i'd love to hear what your story is and the question you know people you ask questions all the time but i'd really love to hear what you think and what it means to really to you so the first question is and i've got a little one banging on the window who's got an ice cream and covered his mouth is covered in ice cream and he's literally banging on the window and he's the type Such of child that if i don't acknowledge him or talk to him he would just keep banging on the window hi helen hi jenny hi katie i'm on the phone he wants to say hello can we do this? I, it's a bank holiday. Let's just do this. Hang on.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm loving it because I'm, I'm, I'm usually the yeah, other way. I'm but
0: it's fine. All right. Can I stay in? If you're quiet and you're a good boy, you can stay in. Say hello to Sarah. Hi. You leave your glasses. Hi. Look, you can hear them through this earpiece. Here we go. So everyone's watching, keeping it real with a kid with an ice cream. This is going to be messy. Can you hear?
1: Say hello, Sarah. The sun didn't melt it. The sun didn't melt it. You want me it. to say hello? You want yeah. me to say hello, Sarah? You can't hear yes. me? Say it out loud. Hello, love.
0: Can you hear her? Hi. Maybe. Um So the first question. Go on. With the baby on my lap. Um, is He looks so grown up with his hair short. Lovely ice cream. Oh, me and it looks like a nice ice cream don't you not want to hear no okay um so this is all about wealth and what wealth means to us and i'm having these conversations you had a show called the conversation and it always comes into my head when i say that um but it's about starting a conversation around money and women with wealth because mm. it's such an important area we we both on the same page when it comes to this stuff and i, I know you're very passionate about this as well so for you but what does it actually mean to you as as what does wealth mean to you exactly
1: Some, it's really simple opportunity this. what flavor is it it's it's vanilla. And, and i know lots of people are going to say you know it, it's all sort of blase and normal things like, oh freedom it means that i can have this but for me it means opportunities so i've just finished riding a bike after eight years of having it as a company of knowing it had probably reached its My potential family. and then i thought i need a bit of investment from say burden a bike to go and grow beautiful brave body to a global business burden a bike was never going to do that so i knew that so for me wealth came in mm-hmm. having the courage to do it so wealth isn't just about money but it is massive in money as well so it's in that courage do i have the courage to stop something that's working by the way it was bringing me in a really good income that some people would go you're mad but it wasn't giving me the wealth and the return on investment that i wanted the radio show was amazing show it just wasn't giving me the numbers and figures that i i wanted that i and it wasn't from an ego base it was from i want to make this a global phenomenon it needs this number of listeners it needs this number of reviews and burden the bike the conversation wasn't getting that right no matter how i was delivering it so i thought right do we start again do we keep going it's that normal question is it do you keep going are you quite close to the gold, or do you literally start again? Mm. But I, and I thought, actually, no, I believe, and this is where I had to really take responsibility for it, I believe that it, it had done, it had reached its potential, it needed a different word, it needed different branding. However I was speaking, you weren't hearing me. So right. as much as I was reaching out and getting a really great success, if, if that's what you want to call it, It wasn't, and I'm going to use this sentence, Okay, I'm going to use this sentence prescriptively. It wasn't enough for me. So that's what wealth did. It gave me an opportunity. So I was able to put more money into the business and literally be able to take a year out and work on the business. So, you know, I have not stopped. I have worked harder in isolation here than ever before. My business is going completely virtual now. So this is sort of played into my hands a little bit because mm. I was going to do this anyway. I needed mm. to build a business that I could move around as my partner moved around. But also, mm. I'm her, here we go. So wealth gave me this confidence as well.
0: Mm.
1: And we've spoke about this before I could easily sit back on my laurels and be supported. You know, I'm I'm in that position. And by the way, I wasn't four years ago, but I'm now in a partnership where we can really support each other and I could allow him to support me and off I go and write a little book and it really makes no difference at all. I didn't I don't need to earn, you know, I'm in a very privileged position at this minute. I wasn't <clears throat> five years ago. Very interesting. But I know that my independence in finance is part of who I am and I can't relinquish that control away. Mm. So that's wealth.
0: Where does that come from? So that's still giving you the choices in the future. So you've but is it, that yeah. is that is that because if something was to happen to the relationship that then you still can stand on your own two feet or is it because you've been through, you know, the shit? That you yeah. then think, oh, actually, I, I know how bad it can be. I don't want to be, I don't want the, that onus to be on one other person. Like, Where
1: does that come from? Is it from a fear or is it from a striving? I can't stand in my shoes or on my platform or speak to people. I'm just here writing a book now, seeking the wisdom of women. You know, I can't write there and talk about women's empowerment and not be empowered myself. That's just crazy. You can't talk about women's wealth. Mm. and be ridiculously in debt you can't run you can't say you're a businesswoman and not be running a business mm. you you can't do that mm. so for me i have to stand here and if i'm going to be you know creating a new business called beautiful brave com, and i'm building a website and doing all of this thing then i have to be financially independent in that as well mm. even though i don't have to be in this very privileged state at the minute for example you and I've talked about my pension it's really important that I keep my pension it's really important that I keep all these things not because I'm scared or I'm in fear or lack of it's just that it makes me feel empowered therefore I'm confident I'm standing I'm standing in my own shoes of exponential growth Mm. then I've got the greatest relationship with my partner if I relied on him in a different way then I wouldn't be being responsible to that relationship
0: yeah gotcha so I get it I get I get where you're coming from so what advice would you give to your younger self after everything you've learned from the journeys and ups and downs you've gone through and you've had you know you've still got a property which you rent out um and you've you know built this business and you've you know had other successes in your career in the past and you've got three children that are now pretty much all adults apart from one just off being an adult Mm. um where what advice would you what would you give
1: now i thought about this um i would probably want to be more present with the money that i had Years ago, now I'm not the woman that I was then. Now, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what mattered now, and I'm just writing about this. What matters now to me? Did it matter back then? And what mattered back then? Did it matter? Does it? Would it have mattered now? Mm. I, I, I'm not a great believer in. I'm, it sounds all very cliche. I don't want to look back and say, oh you got that wrong," or "You didn't get that wrong." What I did do, I stopped spending. I really stopped consuming. I really stopped. I'm so pleased I did that. I'm really pleased I had zero money for a long time, bringing up my little ones, um, and literally learned how to budget. Literally learned to the penny and took full responsibility of that. I'm pleased that happened because I probably would never have got there unless I had zero. So. I think I'm super grateful now. I'm you know, but I'm like everything, I'm I'm learning actually with my wisdom is coming simplicity. So I'm able to take the complexities of life and really simplify it.
0: Mm.
1: And that that's I, I'm so confident now compared to when I was 20. Mm. I didn't care. I mean, you've just spoken to my three about investing and whatnot. And my lot have always been brought up with that lovely investment. I've got, they've always saved 10%, always. Now they're adults, it's really difficult for me as a mum to see them not doing that. Because mm. I did it, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this for them and they're going to learn this and they're going to implement it. And actually, the honesty is, they don't really see the value of it yet. I can't give them that experience yet. Only life can give them that experience till so they go, oh my God, I wish I had. Do I wish that I'd known to invest earlier? Yes, I know you. I know you. I know you're not looking for any answers, but I wish I'd just put ten pound away of you know, or ten percent of my earnings. My friend always says to me, "I don't earn enough," and I'm like, "Do you earn ten pounds?" She's like, "Yeah, I'd say so put a pound away, and literally get into the practice of that." You know, now I'm playing catch up with a pension. I don't care what I do, I will be paying say two, 250 pound a month whatever and if mm. i you know so that's that's really important is is creating wealth for opportunities
0: what other opportunities have you have you seen in terms of things that you've
1: tried or played with that's worked or not worked oh my god do you know what i was only talking about this with um Stephen today so he's a great example you can nick this idea because I, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of thinking: should I do this as a business idea or not? I'm just speaking to my hairdresser, and this is how I create all the time, and it's creating from lack of. So, for example, when I go to uh, Rwanda because we're moving to Rwanda in a couple of well, in a month, whenever we go, I'm going to need to dye my hair. I'm 50. I was 50 three weeks ago. Lockdown came. I was supposed to be going out, and I'm 50. It's been great. It's not a hardship though, is it really? Um, anyway. And I've got to dye my hair, my roots come through. Let's be real, roots come through. Now I'm going to Rwanda. They've got different hair type than me. I'm a blonde bimbo, a white woman running around Rwanda. Look, it's true. So I thought- It's true, but it's it's you as well. It's (laughs) it's true, right? So I'm this blonde bimbo running around Rwanda. And they're all like, "This anyway, so I thought, I need my hairdresser to send me over a little monthly Root package, do you know what I mean? Mm. All nice, and so I've said to her now, I need I've got a a business idea for you. What because I was supposed to be in the hairdresser today, um, next week, and this week, yeah. And she's like, Oh, yeah, it's a great idea. So I just want a monthly thing that she'll send over to Rwanda for me that I can do my own roots, you know, a video, a blah, blah blah. Those type of things are opportunities that if one, here's the thing, wealth comes in time as well. At this minute, I haven't got any time to do that. I'm writing my set of five books. I'm just building this new business. I'm writing all the content for a website. I'm organising the team for uh, Beautiful Brave Body. And we're building and building and We're building videos, building this. So if you want that idea, you can have it. Cause I don't have the time. <laughs> and that's wealth <laughs> at the minute. You know, wealth yeah. comes in time. It comes in confidence. It comes in just being bloody minded it comes in respecting somebody else's opinion and going do you know what I'm not I'm gonna do it anyway it yeah. comes in but money is vital you can't start these things on zero I'm really sorry about that no because you, well, even though you can swap chickens for somebody you could say "Oh, like, I'll do this if you do that type of thing mm. but you need money to start these
0: things yeah you do
1: what, what, where does your
0: desire come from? So where does your drive come from? Before you mentioned about, um, how, you know, it, 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 it there wasn't enough numbers with the radio yeah. show for you to have yeah, this, yeah. this, you know, this, this global presence and it wasn't enough for you. And it, yeah. it's not necessarily about the wealth element, whether it was you was earning 50,000 or 150,000 or, you know, you were six figure business or a seven figure business, which is what a lot of people throw around these days. Um, you know, I talk about income, not turnover, because it depends on how much you're paying on Facebook ads and how much you're paying for everything else to actually get, you know, what's your actual mm-hmm. true wealth? What's your. So, what drives you to, to do those things? Because if you don't have that overwhelming need, but you, you know, there's a level of support, what desires you to want to have a global business? Honestly,
1: you'll love this now, right? My ex husband. Now, after we, we used to have a very wealthy life. Um, and unfortunately it all came crashing down and then, um, this was what eight years ago and he sent me this, we got divorced. And if you know him, he's an amazing man by the way. So it's, it's not a problem. I'm not, it's anything it's giving you an understanding. And he wrote me this email in an awful lot of pain. I can just, I can, I can even read it now. And in there was, you know, painful words painful painful words and that was my motivation I thought I am going to show you that I'm this amazing businesswoman, and that I'm going to be able to take this money and do something with it that's that's that was the that was the point of okay that's not the same now but before that I was a nurse for what 17 years money wasn't really no a driver for me it really wasn't um although I liked a nice house and I liked a nice car and all that jazz you know things were nice but it came with age as well Mm. and this is what i'm just writing about now is who i am now was not the woman that i was in my 20s or 30s so the motivation the stimulus is going to be so different what makes women more motivated um towards
0: money in later life then do you think or is it just due to circumstances when you 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 start to realize you've only got so many working years left well, Rebecca
1: Robertson, IFA, that's in the book. Now, I tell you, we could talk about this, well, we do talk about this forever because you and I have done a woman's wealth um, for my radio show. I've seen two different styles of approach. One would be women do get to a point where they're like, I'm going to take life seriously now. I haven't got many, not even many, you know, I didn't take life very seriously. Right, now I'm going to do that. Um, They take who they surround themselves with very seriously. Other people's opinions don't matter as we get older. This is what I'm finding from my, (laughs) I know, right? Other people's opinions don't matter. So we're actually happy to do stuff regardless of what other people think, feel, say. Mm. Um, And then you've got the other flip side. Women are still financially dependent. And like to be, by the way. So that's, yeah. just, all of this isn't coming as a judgment. This is observational no. feedback, if anything. So women are going, "Look, no, I'm still financially dependent with my husband. That's the way I like it. It works really well for my relationships. And I say, you go do you, you do you. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. So I'm not seeing these empowered women that everybody's saying, and there's no need for feminism and all. All. I'm not seeing that. If anything, I'm still seeing women very firmly connected with their partners, still being the lesser of the two owners. Mm-hmm. And here's what some of my friends do. And I'll leave you to judge this or not. They'll say to me, I've got a part-time job and it's my money. He's, he pays for everything, but this is my money. And I don't believe that that's equality. For me, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much money I earn. I'm going to put it all in the pot. Mm. you put all the money in the pot and then we come together as a family and we distribute that where it yeah. needs to go yeah. that to me is equality and women's empowerment not necessarily on who earns more I've got to earn more than my other half I've got to have a better job for me that I don't need that ego part no but I do know that I have a responsibility to come with all
0: yeah
1: put it all in the pot this is yeah. my belief and them are equal
0: yeah i and i don't disagree with you there um i, I think sometimes it does that's relationships are quite complicated aren't they mm. Any, anyway and then you add money to that to that equation and if you've got relig- relationships over a long period of time or relationships where they've had previous situations it's now a new oh, relationship sure. it sort of that past imprints on people's, you know, expectations. You haven't
1: healed your fear. Yeah,
0: potentially.
1: Yeah. Um, so and that's of... where money is so emotive. That's why we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like when I'm saying to you about how I want to invest money, I always ask myself, right, where did that money come from? Whose money was it before mine? Is it clean or dirty? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? It's true. And I really get an Where do you get dirty money from? Oh, well, you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, no, I meant no. no. What, what do you mean, <laughs> Sarah? Well, you know what I mean. You know, it's like it's just an emotion, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I see. Emotion is, it, is it pure. Mo- right. yeah. I, I thought is you it made pure you do illegal. No, me. No. No. Could you imagine it? Um, Mrs. Truth Teller, block. Um, no. it me? yeah, so that's how I look at money. Money's always emotional,
0: yeah. I love that yeah definitely I agree and I think it's important in relationships to see where where you're at with that and it's there's there's no judgment like from my part or from from anyone's and we're all you know in our own you know I've been with my partner 20 years um we literally came together both with nothing no one gave us anything everything we have is a joint partnership and up until I had my first child I earned more than him um and the he continued on his trajectory and I made redundant. So there's a reason why our finances are the way we are at the moment because of that historic. <coughs> <coughs> what well, that is squeaky thing? I breathe in, I go, I feel like a little mouse. Don't know if you think you can hear it, but in my head, I, well, obviously, I can hear it. And then, um... And then when I started the business, um, I wasn't earning an awful lot of money. He was still up on his up through trajectory. And that's the case for a lot of women. They take a exactly. career break or they're in nursing or they're in more exactly. career jobs. He's now head of IT for a top 100 law firm, you know. And it's not yes. to say that my job doesn't, um, you know, I, I do earn well from my business um, and, you know, is it is it in line with his trajectory? Well, I'm nearly there, but I'm not quite there because there's other things to consider in my business. And I, mm. to, I leverage my time and I pay for three tech VAs or three VAs and client for managers. Sure. I for probably sure. give out about 20, 25, 30% of my revenue for my time because I'm looking after the children. Um, yeah. So there's, there's many different factors to, to take into account with relationships. But I think as long as i think hang on what's going on here i think did our live drop out let me just check or was it just my phone it says
1: live on facebook so we're we'll recording
0: mm. okay um it's just on my i've got it going on my phone so i can see any comments mm. and stuff and it, it's it's dipped out so i'm just wondering um no we're still live it's just my phone i think it's just going a bit of a go slow just, I'll make sure it's um connecting correctly it could be my wi-fi i think the tech gremlins have been playing with us today haven't they they
1: are thank goodness we use zoom all the time
0: <laughs> well i am nearly at the end of um, my questions and we det- you know, we've gone on to little mm-hmm. other little subjects as i expected us to but i'm glad that we have so i think it makes it much more interesting because well, that's what... what wealth is yeah it isn't just money no it's 100 percent not i totally agree but it's figuring out what it is for you right now exactly and and that can be different for everybody and there should be no no judgment so um just to make sure that we are um ticking over correctly in in the group and we we end on a um a high because my wi-fi is really not happy at the moment i think there's obviously too many people on the internet at the second um but if it's not going to play ball then we might just need to finish without um
1: looking just to say as well is what you and I always talk about, I always say we poke the bear with people. So if you're hearing this and you're like, bird, I can't believe you've just said that. Honestly, everything is intent is, is my intention is with love and respect. It is never for you to go, you said this and you said that. I'm not saying there is a right or wrong way. What I do believe is, is actually understand who you are, where Mm. you are in this moment and actually then decide what is money, And wealth mean to you so can you invest can you not the answer is always going to be yes it's just going to be on what emotion can you so you know we've done a wealth um personality then if you want to call it and you know was I this this person who thought about wealth and investing it 15 years ago no way no but my circumstances now dictate my emotions that then decide how I'm then going to Invest, spend, consume, not consume money. So here's a really big question, and
0: I'm, I'm not even sure we can answer it right now. How does somebody shift their emotional state to, oh. to, to, to bring that additional level of wealth? There's a question.
1: How they shift their state? Well, you need to decide what does it mean to you I started burden a bike and this is my this is why I want I wanted to, I wanted to be able to take my children all expenses paid So I wanted you know my kids are 23 22 and 18 so I wanted and this was about 8 years ago so I wanted to take them on a snowboarding holiday every year for the rest of their lives I want to pay for them to do that and you might be screaming at me now going when are you gonna let them grow up, blah, blah, blah. But for me, that family holiday, that family time that I've always given them. So they've been skiing and snowboarding since they all were six. My little one was two. And we've literally done that every year, maybe three or four times a year. And I knew how valuable it was for us to be playing with each other as a family. And it worked really well for us. Even when I had set children and that, it was just amazing. So I wanted that wealth to pay for that holiday. Mm. And at this point I bought a house but had zero furniture in it. I mean, zero. But I made sure we went on that holiday because that was, that was vital for me as that person. So does that help? Because now yeah. obviously I've got settee, I've got all those things. But it's so vital that I still take my children on that family holiday every year. To somebody else, they might think that's really not what I value, but that is Mm. what I value. And that's what, for me, business was all about at the very beginning. Now it's grown and evolved into something more. But if you can make it so personal, if you can make it so doable, so tangible, um, and not, and then compromise or, Um, give up or you know get not be attached to things that's what I did I shifted the whole I wasn't attached to things anymore I was attached to an experience to give to my children
0: yeah totally and I think that applies to spending as well as wealth creation and saving but the element of your spending so a lot of people spend in in weird and wonderful ways And it doesn't actually give them any real value. I'm just going to go back to the comments. Thank you ladies. That was a fascinating conversation. Key takeaway for me is working out where you are over money right now and not taking a guilt guilt trip in the past. Um, Also taking into account your current situation and working with it again, not setting unrealistic targets, at least stopping and thinking about money as a start. Leslie said, the first time I heard about you both was whilst I was sitting on a beach with my kids in Venice last June. <laughs> um, and she said, I, I agree with you. Family important. Um, family holidays are so important. Um, and apparently they could hear us whilst I thought they, uh, and having your own financial independence.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Sarah. And um, let us know about your Can book. Can I just say, just quickly go to that quick thing, because that, that, it's really interesting. And I, I, if anything, this will leave it beautifully that unrealistic or that realistic goals i don't know whether the people who succeed in life build unrealistic goals and succeed or whether they build realistic goals and reach them i've got no idea but you do you you've got to keep reaching you've got to keep working hard that's all i can say i am working harder than i ever have i'm not sat here people have said oh are you watching netflix i have zero i'm literally working morning, noon, and night. So if there's one thing, you've just got to do more, keep working harder at everything, at relationships, at work, at, you know, whatever it be, at children, at listening, at being. Just do more. Do more, do more quickly. I had a sales manager that used to shout that. He used to
0: get a, a stick and bang it on the table. It was like a really harsh sales environment. I used to say, do
1: more, do more quickly. Just try yeah, to get people so to sell more. Sell- you know, when I go to Rwanda, I'm meeting these people who, they're like talking about putting these tower blocks up, or they're putting this up, and I'm like, what? You know, they're so unrealistic goals, but not to them, but they are. So I've got no idea anymore whether your dreams should be unrealistic or not. Just have them, and just do them. Now go do, go do something.
0: I love that. And on that note, that was Sarah and Lucas, a.k.a. Bird, and her new b- business. Um, when's the website going to be live?
1: Oh, 12 weeks. It literally is in, we're in uh, branding stage, we're in building stage. So I'm not worried about it at all. 12 weeks I've given them. To, so I put a whole team together. I've done it a little bit different, of course. You know. Of course. But yeah, of course. Um, but, but you'll come back and you. share it with us, right? Yeah, of course lovely well
0: i'm gonna um off the live now guys and thank you for joining us those that have been one of us
1: would you like to know more on how you're handling your money the link is in our bio to take our money habits personality quiz do be sure to let us know your outcome